0: You're listening to Socks in the Basement, a production of the Broadcast Basement Limited, where every show is 30 minutes of good and comes from a basement bar on the south side of Chicago. Pull up a stool, pour a cold one, and join us right now for Socks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at Socksinthebasement.com. As we kick off the show, we had a lot to do today. We've got a lot. Okay, um, We got to go over very quickly the new rules that MLB has instituted. We have to go over the fact that once again, something that was said on this show weeks ago is coming to fruition, okay? in real time in front of people, right? And we said it. And we've been on top of these things because I've always said that Socks in the basement is a show that's got two fans, friends lived across the street from each two other. Two fans? We have two fans. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> we're two fans. Oh, we are two fans. I think we've got a few more than two fans. Things have been looking really good lately. Okay, thank you. Um, That's good. So, but we're two friends who lived across the street from each other at 80th and Spalding. We've watched the White Sox our entire lives. Uh, we've now hit our 40s. And we know this team because we've we've grown with them. We've lived most of our life in the Reinsdorf era. And it's been rough. (laughs) And every time we have hope, hope gets dashed, but there's still hope. So we're going to talk about some of the positives. I'm thinking today if we get a chance, I'd like to actually do some bold predictions for the season as we're about a week away. We're going to have one more show right before the season opens. But I'm thinking some bold Mm -hmm. predictions for the season. We I got want to a, look at the spring training got a few roster. There's a few things that are going on in the spring training roster Well, I'm thinking positive bold predictions Man. and then negative bold predictions. I got those. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So come up with your positive bold prediction. And at the end of the show, we'll do the negative ones. Got it. That's that's you, are gonna jump right into that. Yes. <laughs>
1: okay, so Yes, I am. Uh, we've got that you to want, do. You wanted Angry Dave, you All got right. him, buddy. There's
0: so much that we gotta get into. I'm gonna have a little audio clip from our live appearance at Porter Collins in Evergreen Park. We were out there on Thursday. Just this past Thursday, getting ready and kicking off uh, St. Patrick's Day weekend. Southside Parade was just on Sunday. If you were there, you might have gotten yourself some Socks in the Basement swag. I handed out a lot of Socks in the Basement keychains, that uh, little bottle opener things. I was walking along, handing those out. Those were only for the adults. Like, the kids are all getting candy. I'm like adult toys. Right. People love those things. I was, I was peppering no, don't, the crowd don't, with don't give the kids alcoholic. Uh, I, was throwing uh, them, I was throwing them to the rooftop, people, until I ran out of them, okay? So you might be a new listener who found socks in the basement that way after you were at the parade, so welcome to the show. All right, let's dive in everything and kick off with the big news. Big news has happened this week that affects the White Sox directly and fulfills a prophecy or a thing that we have told people about now for several weeks since the Manny Machado debacle, and that is the baseball market has drastically changed. Right, The idea that you could do what the White Sox were planning to do, which is follow the blueprint of other teams in a rebuild and then go out and spend the money. When it was time to spend the money, the White Sox have swung, missed, and missed their opportunity on major free agents. No, because and you can't do it anymore. You can't do it anymore because teams have realized we can lock these guys up now. The players are afraid of sitting around an entire offseason and not getting what they think they're actually worth. There's a healthy amount of fear amongst the players. And... There's a healthy fear with the teams of why do I want to lose this guy? Because it's so hard to get a guy like this again. Right. The White Sox should have gone all out of Machado because guess what? They're not going to get Nolan Arenado. He re-signed. And now Mike That's Trout has re-signed. Mike Trout has re-signed for a 12-year deal for over $400 million. $430 million was what I saw. And we said it. The market has changed. It changed. With Machado and Harper, it changed when teams went out and started signing guys and re-signing them like Arnato and now Trout. It changed when you, when you saw a massive amount of signings during the back end of this offseason right. where guys were going to hit the free agent market next year. And they said no. We're grabbed up because teams are like, no, because I'm not going to be able to find a guy like this. We're all sitting around saying Xander Bogarts could be next year as Manny Machado. He probably won't even hit the market. But the chances of him hitting the market are very slim. You cannot miss on these guys anymore. And the Sox missed Missed the boat big time. And now everything has to change. We've talked about that already. So we're not getting into it. But again, I just want to point out, we said this was going to happen and it happened. Like, it makes me afraid that if I have a dream tonight of an apocalyptic end of the world, I might be right. Because that's how dead on I am right now about what was going to happen in Major League Baseball. We nailed it. Go back and listen to a few shows ago. We nailed what was going to happen. And we said that was why it was, it was such obvi- a big, I mean, big was, problem for the White Sox. It was pretty
1: obvious because this is not just this off season. This has been the case for the past couple of off seasons. I mean, it's pretty obvious the the direction that the big that, signings had happened though.
0: No, but the thing was that guys were getting out there because teams didn't want to spend that money. Now their home teams are like, no, we will not let this hang like a cloud over our organization for a year or two years. In the case of Trout with people asking, where is he going? If we know we want this guy, we will lock that guy up. We will keep them within our organization. The economics of baseball have changed. Listen, anybody who's out there still trying to carry the company line that it's too much money to spend on a player needs to understand it's not too much money to spend on a player because the economics of baseball are so high right now that if you have a $200 million payroll, you're just above average. And 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 we're we're sitting around going, oh, I mean we're up to 80 million dollars this year. Oh, we're, we're gonna be over 110 million with Machado. It's a crazy payroll. Stop no. thinking it's 1986, people. It's not. No. Okay? You have to you have to grow with the times. No, Major- and if
1: and, and, and if you're and if you're still if you're still one of these guys,
0: you know, that are sitting
1: around going. Hey, man, we don't need Mike Trout to win a World Series. We don't need Manny Machado to win a World Series. We don't need Bryce Harper to win a World Series. Stop it.
0: Okay. Just stop. And now what we have is we have put everything into the idea that we can grow prospects with a team that has never proven to be very good at it.
1: Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement.
0: Now... Major League Baseball is also changing with stupid rule changes. Uh, the dumbest one is the idea now that pitchers starting in 2020 will have to finish the inning if they come in in relief or at least face three batters. Now, the idea behind this is that it's going to speed up the game. But my first thought when I saw this was, because I coached Little League Baseball. Right. I've coached you know girls softball up through the age of, I I think my daughter was 12 when I stopped coaching, her. okay? And let me tell you something. There's nothing worse than when somebody gets out there who doesn't have it, who can't find the strike zone. Imagine if you couldn't take that pitcher out. How brutally slow the game would become. How the how the pitching coach would go out and make visits and they would use the visits that you have because, you know, they're even lowering the mound visits from six to five. Right. Which is fine because they realize nobody even needs six. No. When people realize there was a limit, people didn't even use them. Okay. So you're going to do all that, but you're going to have them trying to get this guy through the inning. See what I'm saying? The pitcher slowing down while he tries to figure out why right, he can't find down, the strike right. zone. It's slowing
1: down the delivery. You're right. going to have a lot of, th- of right. throwovers to first base. The a game lot of pick, is going to, to
0: slow tab. down drastically yes. at times yes. when you bring in a guy who doesn't have anything and you force him to get through three, pick, three batters. It doesn't make any sense. It is one of the dumbest rules. And let me tell you something else that's going to happen here. If they're going to try it out in the minor leagues and now they're going to put it in the all-star game, you watch sadly, one day we're going to watch a world series get determined in extra innings of a game 6 or a game 7. And you can't take- when you start a runner at second base to start the inning. Because they're doing that now too in the All-Star game to get through extra innings. A runner can come back into the game and be placed at second base wait a minute just arbitrarily Arbitrary. you have to start second base with a runner to end extra innings quicker it's like four on four hockey that's an mlb's idea it is the other dumbest rule and it's on the horizon because they're going to do it in the all-star game Wow. but they're also trying it out in the minors and you watch manfred's going to get this put into major league baseball wow. you're going to watch world series in the next 10 years and you're going to sit there and be like these are the Dumbest rules ever, and they may actually affect the White Sox if this actually pulls through. By the time we actually get to the World Series again, <laughs> or get to meaningful baseball again, or even get to a pennant race again, sorry if I'm laughing. This is what we're going to be dealing with, and so it should affect White Sox fans. They should be upset about it because they're dumb rules. I mean, the difference
1: between you bring it up with four on four and three, on, well, it's now three on three hockey and overtime. Right. Here's the here's the difference. Okay. The reason why they did that: number one, they're trying to encourage scoring. Number well, two, well, that's what MLB is doing. Well, but number two, here's the thing: NHL got smart. They realized that winning a, a, a game in a shootout is basically like it, it's the dumbest way to win a hockey game, right. and it's, it's like, like kissing kiss, it's your, your sister. sister. Yeah, right. it's exactly the way it is. So they're trying to eliminate these shootouts. No hockey fans like them. So the, the, the three on three, because it encourages scoring, is going to. It's going to get right. rid of that. Baseball is di- baseball is different. This is the one baseball, game without a clock. Right. And it's we're the one game. It's the one that end the game early. It's the one game without a clock. The comparison would be, oh, we go to extra innings, so we're going to end on like a home run hitting contest. That's kind of what the shootout right. was. But this rule here with the putting it on, second it wasn't base, broke. We
0: didn't need to fix anything. No, here. it doesn't. It and doesn't. It takes they away haven't from made the, that rule yet, but it's coming. It takes away from the ebb and flow of the game. Right. They haven't made this rule yet, but it's coming, Dave. Right. No, and, I get it. I get it. And, and, and I'm telling you, it's right on the horizon. These, these are the changes that are going to get made. And Rob Manfred's going to get what he wants put into baseball because the union is desperate to fix a broken system. And this is the beginning of him saying, well, if you're going to do that, then I want this. The union gave up a job position. I mean, think about if you were in any other union job. Like, I was a union steward and then a union president of a 911 dispatch center. Okay. Okay? Okay. I negotiated a couple of contracts, okay, with municipalities. Right. That was one of the things I did in my life. I've been management and I've been union. They went in and they eliminated a skill position because the loogie, or left-handed specialist, is going to go the way of the dodo bird unless you are a major market team that can afford that guy for the one situation now where you're going to use him when there's already two outs in the inning or there's one out in the inning and you got two guys coming up that you think he can face. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you're stuck for three, you're not going to use him as much. Now, they expanded roster size by one, but that may not always be used for the loogie. If you are a guy who is a loogie or left-handed specialist who normally comes in and gets one guy out and you're paying union dues, you were calling your other buddies who are loogies going, what the hell? Because that did not help you in any way whatsoever. And what happens the first time a manager tells a pitcher in a big situation? And it's going to happen. Oh, hit a guy. No. Yeah. Hit a guy or get injured. See what I'm saying? Right. Start grabbing your arm after you strike that guy out. Right. We'll come out with a trainer. Because if you're injured, you can leave. See what I'm saying? Right. If you're injured, you can leave. You know how many guys are going to have arm trouble in the World Series? You know how many guys are going to be coming off oh, going, Oh, man. Hey, striking that guy out on three pitches really hurt my arm. I can't face this guy. And
1: it's going to slow the game down it's, even more.
0: Here's the joke. Here's the thing, too.
1: Like, because you're mentioning the union, the collective bargaining agreement. You know, there's something else to this, too. You had brought this up earlier. Baseball is the only game without a clock. Now, I don't know if you're aware of it, but baseball is is losing viewership when compared to, you know, football, basketball, hockey, all of the other major sports. And the reason for that is because, unfortunately, you know, a lot of people, you know, teen- you know, kids, teenagers, people even in their 20s, they're having shorter and shorter attention spans. So they're not going to be able to sit down. Da- they're not going to want to sit down and watch a four hour baseball here's the thing. game. If you're at so they're the trying game, to make it
0: qu- quicker. If you're at the game, you don't need that because you're at the game and there's plenty of things to do in the ballpark. Correct. So now you're But trying- I'm talking but TV viewers. Why, why not engage them better as TV viewers? Why not do that StatCast thing that you see them experimenting with? They should be pushing that. It was great television when they're sitting down, they're breaking down the stats, and it basically looks like an iPhone game. And they're showing people, like, if they hit to this direction, this way, they're shifting this guy. And the old-school broadcasting has to go away, maybe, where we talk about our golf game and Ed Farmer sitting on the radio talking about how he once hit in a game and DJ talking about how he once pitched in a game. Maybe that needs to go away. Maybe how we're presenting the game is wrong. Look how fantasy football Helped football. Oh, absolutely. Fantasy baseball should be pushed by Major League Baseball because, and this is going to be another point, and we could dive into it right now. Sure. You can look at fantasy baseball right now. You do a head-to-head fantasy league, and you have all these crazy sabermetric stats, your your FIP and your B-war, and I mean, whatever you throw out there, your F-war, and, and, and there's, there's a million different stats right now to break things down. But the easiest way for people to understand if a player is good or if a player is bad is you could sit there and you could award simple points for what they do. A walk or a single is one point because you get a base. A doubles two. A triples three. Mm-hmm. A home runs four. An RBI is one. A run is one. If you strike out, you lose a point because it's a really negative play and doesn't advance the base runner. If you make an error, you lose a point. See what I'm saying? Well, it's almost simple. like a plus minus a in simple, hockey. A simple point system for people to play. That's what we use in the fantasy league that I play in. Right. And I can look at – I can look – at my fantasy top 10 players, and guess what? They're the top 10 players of Major League Baseball, okay? Well, and it's, it's an easy way to compare it, and it's an easy way to bring in stats and everything else. You should be encouraging interactivity with your fans like the NFL did, and you should be encouraging that stats thing because – That's what's gonna drive the next generation. And instead, what they're doing is installing clocks, putting a guy at second base, because we know that's gonna happen eventually, adding in a silly rule with the pitchers, finding every other little tweak, and you're missing the big picture. It's the interactivity of the game. And that's what they're screwing up. That right there is the Chicago Stockyard Kilty Band. They kick off the Southside Irish Parade each and every year. They're the first band that ever played in it. And they joined us for our Socks in the Basement event over at Porter Collins and Evergreen Park this past Thursday. Uh, it was awesome. It was a good time. We met yeah. some people. We handed out some stuff, got some hats out, got some uh, Socks in the Basement keychains, handed out some prizes. I handed out a Ron Kittle autographed hat. Okay. Very nice. Yes. So, uh, And we have a Reynaldo Lopez autographed hat. Very cool. Details on that, I wanted to give them out this week, but because we just gave out the Kittle one, because I want to get to more stuff here on the show, and it might be a little bit too much to break down, I promise we'll kick off opening week with a Ronaldo Lopez autographed hat, okay? We will give you the details on the next show, and you'll be able to pick up your Ronaldo Lopez White Sox autographed hat, okay? Now, first of all, great news this week. Juan Mania, Sent to the minor leagues. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 Thank you. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you. Goodbye. A bright spot in an otherwise bleak offseason. James Fox, our buddy from Loops Sports, sent me something immediately like, how pumped are you guys at Wamanai is not on the team anymore? Because he knew. This has been one of the banes of our existence since we started the show is Juan Mania. More so than you. More, you more so than me, but yeah, no, I I despise his pitching. He's probably a wonderful guy and gives the charity. I don't know, but he sucks as a pitcher and I'm glad he's gone. And I don't want to ever see him again. I know, you know, you know he's going to pop up. Here's the thing. They had to outright him because he had no options. Nobody wanted him. Oh, wow. He cleared waivers. (laughs) Nobody wanted him. We wasted so much time on this guy. Nobody wanted him. Nobody sees any potential in him where they're like, you know what? We could use a Wamanaya. (laughs) Nobody, nobody wanted this guy. Okay. So I think that proves our point right away. They also uh, made some moves just uh, a couple days afterwards. Just the other day here, we got Aaron Bummer and Carson Fulmer are now sent down to the minors as well. Yeah, I saw that. They did not have to be outrighted. They had options. In fact, the only guy that's really been outrighted since spring training uh, started is Juan Manaya. Now,
1: the the bummer thing, well, the bummer thing doesn't surprise me, but uh, the Carson Fulmer thing, you and I, you know, when we saw that, we kind of looked at each other and we went, huh.
0: Well, I thought that they were going to keep him. Now, we've spent a lot of time on position players uh, over the last couple of weeks, so I want to talk pitching here to finish off the show. But I will say this there are only really two position player spots left on this team. They're carrying 14 guys right now, and I think they break camp with 12. So it's really going to come down to Rondon, Ryan Cordell, Nicky Delmonico, and the rest of the outfield. I, I think you're, 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 of course, keeping Brady Alonso, Timmy Anderson, Yohan Moncada, and Yomer Sanchez. So Jose Rondon and the entire outfield are the guys around the block, and two guys have to go. So, well, I still think they keep Ron Yeah, I've we been saying keep, I've been we saying keep they, down. We think yeah. they should not only keep rundown, but we think he should be getting a lot of shots at second base. Like, like, we really think that, like, during a rebuild, we talked about this. Why not give that guy some more Yeah, back? because Yol- you know what Yomer is.
1: Because Yomer isn't it, and if, and if Madrigal doesn't pan out for you, then
0: what are you going to do? Right. Larry's a Swiss Army knife. Right. I mean, you could put him, yeah. All so right. that's what, he's probably going to stay, okay? Uh, they like Adam Engel. They're going to keep Polka. John Jay's staying because they have to prove that they didn't just put him on the team <laughs> for Manny Machado. Who is okay. all of a sudden dealing with hip soreness. Right. So, so maybe maybe that's what saves Cordell, who's definitely going in Nicky Delmonico. Right. Because it's really, Nicky Delmonico's is going to be... He's the odd man out here. I'd be shocked if he stays on this team. I think Nicky only hasn't been sent down because they would feel bad if he got a concussion and they didn't even give him a chance in spring training. You know what I'm saying? But he's, he's not going to be on this team. Right. Because... Th- you already sort of have that
1: guy in, in Polka anyway. And Polka Pul- right. does, I mean, Polka does Polka better than Delmonico does.
0: Ne- next year he makes a team because we get a 26 man now with these new rules. Oh, is that so? Okay. Right. So you get to add all the 26 man does is you get to add more
1: bad to your team. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're the White Sox anyway.
0: <laughs> Adam Engel going to be a 26 man forever because of speed and defense now. Well, and that's He's the perfect twenty-six man. That's fine. At, I, Adam I've Engel said, listen, or Larry Garcia are the perfect twenty-six man on a baseball team now because you're only going to use them once a week in a certain situation. The problem is we use them every day. That's I said the it difference before, between I've, our team and, and good teams. I've said it before. I've said it before. Adam Engel,
1: if you're talking about a defensive replacement or a pint late in games or a pinch runner, he is my guy for that. Just, God, stop starting him out there. I don't care that he runs into walls. OK, He's, it's not grindy. It's not gumption. You know, if you're running into walls, usually it means you're taking a poor route to the ball anyway. So, I mean, can we stop with the Adam Engel of? But no, we can't because he is your starting center fielder. OK, so
0: Carlos Rodan is going to be the starter.
1: And we I knew said that. all we knew, he that. Should have been we the knew starter. that we knew I know that. that.
0: I know people wanted to come up with other guys they thought should be the opening day starter. No, it's it's Rodon. He's your ace. He has to be erased. This, again, like we said, it was the year of Yoan last week. It's also the year of Odan. Not only because of the fact you want him to finally come through on his potential, but because of the fear that I have that this team could turn around and trade him. They wouldn't, would they? Well, you would hope not. But you, you will see this on Twitter sometimes. You'll see some people who will try to suggest the idea that if the White Sox don't think their window is soon, that they would move him because he's got a controllable contract. But the thing is now, what you'd be telling your fan base is we won't spend the money on Machado, but we also are not going to spend the money on our guys. Wow. You see what I'm saying? And now you get this rumor that the White Sox are supposedly talking about locking up Eloy Jimenez to a major deal for $100 that, million. Dollars. That went away quick, that though. That was just to get you all to look over here. Look over here. Look over here. You're like a kitty cat. Look at the the flashlight on the wall. Jump at the flashlight. Jump at the flashlight. Pay no attention how we're falling apart over here. Listen. Jump at the flashlight. That's what that was. Okay, next. If they did it, would you be upset about it? A little bit, kind of, yeah, because Eloy's unproven. Remember, when you do that, you're into the guy. As a fan, you're into the guy. The White Sox are never going to admit a mistake. You get that? Yes. It's never going to happen. No. So th- if you're a we've, fan. We've, learnt- we've talked about that many you're times. You're into the guy now for as long as it is, no matter if he's good or bad. They're never going. Jerry is going to be like, I paid this guy. Put him out there. Put him out there. Yeah. I'm not getting you another outfielder. I don't care how bad he is. So that's got to be what the fear is for the for a Sox fan, is that you really need him to perform and outperform that contract. Because otherwise, you're stuck with him. And you could just sit back and, do nothing for the next decade.
1: But it was all nonsense anyway. Well, like that yeah. was never that was never a thing. Like somebody right. came up with that and it just
0: pictures. Like I said, we have uh we have Rodon. He's gonna be the opening day starter. I've been uh, exchanging some uh, messages back and forth with his lovely wife Ashley. Okay. Very cool. Who, who enjoys the show and has talked about the possibility of joining us on Socks in the Basement. She that'd may be, or may not bring her husband. That'd be great. Be yeah. honest with you, she's the star. I kinda want her. <laughs> Okay, because she she tweets the greatest tweets during his starts, and I want to talk about that whole dynamic and that relationship. I I really, I mean, Carlos can come, me can, you know, Carlos can sit at the end of the bar and have a beer. Okay, while we chit chat with Ashley. See what I'm saying? I'll I'll talk to
1: Carlos. I don't want him to feel left out.
0: <laughs> all right, I think we've all known who the starters are going to be. Okay, you're going to have Lopez. You're going to have Giolito out there. You're you're going to have um uh Irvin Santana. You're going to have. Until his arm falls off. Ivan Nova. You have Manny Benuelos doing his best to make the team. I think that if Santana somehow doesn't make, like, if, they, if they're not happy, but I think they're still going to start him out there. Benuelos is going to break with the team, I think, as a long reliever. That's what I think. He ends up, and, then they can, and, and they'll bring him in. They might pull the thing like, well, we want to stretch him out in case, but I, I think that they brought this guy in because they intend to have him pitch listen, for them.
1: Listen, okay. If, if, I think
0: they're going to have a really good bullpen. Here's the thing. I think they're going to have a really good bullpen. I, I, we said, though, a while back that we did not like Nate Jones coming onto this team. And we thought that there was an option that they shouldn't have picked up. And they decided that Nate Jones was still a big part of their bullpen. And Nate Jones is the biggest struggle right now. there yeah, he's stories having, out he's, this week he's about how he can't, he can't figure it out down there. And I think that Nate Jones was a, was a shooting star that faded quickly. And I think that's going to be a disappointment. But again, there was money being paid to him. So Rainsnor's going to put him out there yep. longer than they probably should. Right. Okay. And, but but I think that you know, unfortunately, you're not going to see him do very well. What is he doing right now? Because I all I have to do is kind of like scroll down to like the the lowest of the low here on the list of things. Oh, here he is. He's right towards the bottom. He's got a 15.43 earned run average. The only the only, only guy. There's only three guys. Worse than him. One of them, of course, is Wamanaya. Okay, so, <laughs> Nice. And remember, Bummer just got sent down. He had a better ERA with a 12. Okay? He's, he's gone. Bummer had an 80 ERA. I mean, he, that's, he's, he's well off on Jones. He's, he's given up. And he got sent yeah, he down. he got sent down. Okay? So, I mean, like, Nate Jones, you watch. He'll make this team even though he's doing terrible. Nate Jones is going to make this team. Typical White Sox. Because the White Sox are going to be like, no, we're sticking with him. This is our guy. I mean, We want to hear his whip? He joins his whip will Make you throw up in a bucket. He's he's got a he's got three point two one as his whip right now. Wow, dude, that he's is three, three runners. Full base and runners getting, on what the? As a reliever? Now it's oh, now listen. It's only over four innings pitched. He's only 2 thirds innings pitched. Remember, it's spring training, so the numbers are comical, but they're not real. You see what I'm saying? Because like in a month, if even if he did that to kick off the season. In a month, he could have good stats. Right. Because he's going to get far more appearances. But it's just kind of funny to watch. Like, some of the stats are so ridiculous and inflated. But here, the guy right next to him, statistically, Manaya only had four and two thirds innings pitched. This is very interesting. Manaya, who's out of options, who the team has stuck with for far too long, had the exact same amount of innings that Nate Jones has right now. A better ERA. They are right next to each other. Okay. They are the most comparable players to each other. Jones with a 3.21, and Mania had a 3.86. Mania got sent down. The club said, not good enough. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting if Jones doesn't improve. Hmm. Will they keep him on the team because of the money to justify the fact that they picked up the option? I think they do.
1: Of course they do. No matter how bad he is, they do. Of course
0: they do. They should. I mean, under the philosophy of what they, as a team, have basically done this offseason, to say, well, this guy is earning a job over this guy. Mania wasn't good enough to make the team so he shouldn't earn a job. Nate Jones has not earned a job. See what I'm saying? Mhm. But there you can't sit around and tell me past performance because he has been broken and 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 only good in sporadic starts over the last couple of years. But Nate Jones you watch will make this team. <laughs> Are you or someone you know looking to learn how to play a musical instrument this year? Then you should be checking out Westgate Music School, 6527 West 127th Street in Palos Heights. Private music lessons for all instruments, including guitar, piano, drums, voice, bass guitar, violin, banjo, ukulele, and more. Are you a vocalist? Are you ready to play a musical instrument and looking to join a group? Westgate Music School offers group classes for rock band, acapella vocal, and barbershop quartet. Students of all ages and ability levels will have the opportunity to perform three times a year in a student concert. Gift certificates for Westgate are also available. More information, call 708-586-7002 or go to westgatemusicschool.com. All right, so remember, coming up next week, Reynaldo Lopez autographed White Sox hat. We'll give you the details on how you can get that. We are going to have on our old buddy, the Sox nerd, Dave Marin. Oh, okay. works up in the scoreboard. We have to have him on for two reasons. One, because he's going to give me all kinds of cool opening day trivia and maybe let us in on some of the stuff that's going to be showing up on the big board for opening weekend. So that'll be a little, that'll be fun for anybody who's going opening weekend because Dave's the guy who puts up all the stats okay. at, at, the, at the game. Very cool. But two, I want to make sure we have Dave on so he remembers that he promised me that I could come up and hang out on the scoreboard. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have any <laughs> ulterior motives. All right, so we have that going on. We should, have, we should have a fun opening week show. Plus, Dave and I are going to be out there, or at least I'm going to be there. You're still trying to figure out whether or not you can make it on day two for the hoodie day. One, because I want a free hoodie, and two, because I might have a few extra hats, some giveaways, we might buy some fans, some beers out there. If you're going opening weekend, this is the time. Listen next week. We'll talk a little bit about what we're going to be doing out there. And then also remember before I get out of here, if you ever want to participate, in Socks in the Basement, we have a phone line. You call, a little computer voice tells you that there's nobody there to answer your call. That's because I'm not picking up my phone, and you leave a message, and we will put it right on Socks in the Basement. So if you have a question for us, we'll answer it. If you have a comment or a statement, we'll answer it. Okay? 708 459 8406. 708 459 8406. If you listen on iTunes, we could use a good rating. And some comments, or actually anywhere you listen, throw that in there. Share the show with your friends. I know it looks bleak. <laughs> I know it isn't what we wanted. I what, know what the, that, sho- what the show or the team. No, the, the, I know that now that you see guys like Arnado and Mike Trout being signed, you imagine just Rick Hahn banging his head off of a desk, and and Kenny going, maybe we just need to trade these prospects. For Miguel Cabrera. And, <laughs> and just fire in Jerry Reinsdorf's office. Just the flames of hell just burning around him. While he just sits back there and lights cigars with his money. I mean, I know we're all imagining these things. And I know that there's, there's a lot of bad here. But, like I said, it's the year of Rodan. We want to see how he does. It's the year, it's the year of Yohan. Mon- the year of Mancata, Mankata. I, I want to see. We didn't get to our predictions. I wanted to do
1: those. Uh, we'll do them next time.
0: Oh, I want to do our predictions. Damn it. Okay, I'm going to give a taste of a prediction. I'm going to give you one positive prediction. You give me one negative. We'll get out of the show. We'll do We'll do all the other ones next week. Oh,
1: man, you're going to, okay.
0: One positive from me and then one negative from you. And I'm going to shock you with my positive. Do it. I'm going to blow you away with my positive because I, I, this is what I want to have happen and I don't know how it's going to happen. But I do actually think this is possible no matter how he does on the field. I believe that this year, Tim Anderson becomes the vocal leader of the Chicago White Sox.
1: That's a positive.
0: He, I'm telling you right now, the, the team rallies around a Tim Anderson at a microphone saying things like, we're, gonna, we're in this, we're going to win games. I believe in the clubhouse and outside the clubhouse, he becomes the next generational leader behind Jose Abreu, who everybody knows is the leader. This is the guy. I, I, I saw it when he said, if you're not riding with us, you get run over or whatever he said after the Machado thing. Remember, he said that in the press. And, and he look, for better or for worse, I'm trying to give a positive thing. I'm trying to find something positive. Okay. Tim right. Anderson, vocal leader of the team. And please, hits about 40 points better for average this year. I'll take that. And look at the things we're wishing for. Are these possible? Negative. Okay. What is your negative pro- your negative bold prediction? Or we'll get out of here.
1: Erwin Santana has uh, between ten and twelve starts this year before
0: his arm falls off. His arm literally falls off on the mound. Exactly. That's a bold prediction. See, so you got to go a little step further. No. Irwin Santana right. in start number thirteen takes the mound and after throwing two strikes to the first batter, throws and his arm flies off and hits Joe West in his big fat face and knocks him unconscious. <laughs> And MLB
1: makes him stay out there for three more batters. <laughs> <laughs> Pitch with your other arm. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the is there. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one The Noody's Basement, Broadcast Basement The Noody's Basement, The Broad Basement That was like Dropkick Murphys or something, right? I felt like it. You will find somebody (laughs) that's going to tell you that Mike Trout is overrated. He doesn't deserve that kind of money. And, you know, Adam Engel is the man. (laughs) You'll find it. It's there. Uh, And it just lowers my IQ. (laughs) And and listen, my IQ, really, I can't afford too many more IQ points. Socks
0: in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always on SocksInTheBasement.com.